Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. After the current Democratic representative of the district chose to align herself with a Republican sect in the Texas legislature promoting hate against some in her district, she chose to become a willful ally to deny them the care they needed. The only way to ensure politicians support the will of the people is to challenge them in the primaries. A seat is owned by no one. It belongs to the people. In that light, community organizer and political activist Ashton P. Woods decided to put himself on the block again to serve the interests of the entire District 146. Welcome to Politics Done Right, Ashton. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am trying to get things that I understand now that you have a, a great announcement you made this week. Yeah. Um... I actually announced last Friday that I will run against her and I just put out a fundraising ask via Act Blue and raised about $10,000 in less than three days to run against Sean I wonder why. I tell you what, let, let's let's get into that. Let's really get into this. Um, you ran against Theory in 2020, correct? That's correct. And both of you claim that you were there to support the will of the people of your district, correct? That's correct. Uh, Recently, Theory, the person who's in that district now, aligned herself with Republicans to actually harm some of our residents in this district. Why don't you explain the situation? Well, <clears throat> first of all, let me tell you about who I am for those of you who are, are going to be watching and listening. My name is Ashton P. Woods. I'm the founder of Black Lives Matter Houston. I've been in Houston since I was 20 years old. Um, I came with Katrina. I started the first Gay Straight Alliance in a high school in New Orleans, all black high school. And I've been an activist ever since for black lives and and, and everybody in, for that matter. I'm not one of those all lives matter people, but I believe that allyship, like Sean portrayed herself to be, representative theory portrayed herself to be, is to be an ally to folks that you demand allyship from. So you can't say black lives matter without being an ally to other people. So be, for for supporting people who don't look like you, who might be AAPI or Latino, brown, black and brown, right? And so the district, the reason why I say this is that this district is made up of so many different types of people. And her vote for SB 900, SB 14, and I think 2751, um, the will of people did not tell her to vote to remove trans-affirming care gender affirming care from trans kids and to spout unscientific, not proven data to support her claims when she could have just said that she was anti-trans and anti-LGBTQ. Now, when I ran against her in 2020, when the primary hit, she beat me by 4,000 points when I primaried her. That was a strong storm for somebody who only raised $7,500 compared to the hundred plus thousand dollars that she had and spent for the primary on on her end, right? So I overperformed her. I got, I, I put out 5,000 push cards and I got 5,695 votes from 5,000 push cards and 150 signs, yard signs that I bought from donations from all over the country, mostly in district. And what I have to show for it is this. I had all the endorsements. I had the LGBT caucus endorsement and I believe that she was resentfully um punishing the LGBT community for supporting me over her back in 2020. But also 
recognize that she's always been this person, that she's always been homophobic and, and anti-LGBTQ. She's been with the Houston Baptist Houston Baptist Ministers Association alignment. Um, if you're familiar with them, they voted. They voted. Yes, I remember when we had the equal rights ordinance. Exactly. To um, we almost had an equal rights ordinance in 2014. In 2015, it was on the ballot. It got voted down, and Houston lost a lot of business because of the anti-LGBT rhetoric and the no men and women's restrooms uh, BS that they that they were spouting. And here it is again. She's voting to ban. She voted to ban trans athletes from um, playing on the sports team with the gender identity that they're currently going by. They keep putting this as a groomer thing with the with the bill for gender affirming care where um, Texas Children's Hospital just announced uh, today that they're, they're going to go ahead and stop doing the gender affirming care after their data got leaked to uh, the attorney general and the governor recently via someone who hasn't been identified yet and and basically putting people in danger that that's a violation of HIPAA that's a violation of federal law privacy laws um based on what from what I understand you know your medical bill of rights right um, absolutely and yeah. the medical bill of rights came from the protest that happened in 1986 that coined the phrase nothing about us without us HIV positive people are the people who came up with the medical medical bill of rights that you that you benefit from today, and that was violated. The, those trans kids were their rights were violated, their privacy rights were violated by that. And so you have people. I have a supporter who donated to me recently, um, who um who wouldn't take a refund back because she has to flee because her child was on that list of people who was leaked to the government, the state government. And they have to leave and go to another state because they think they're in danger. And so that's why I am running against Sean Theory, among other things. You're writing a book adding to the anti-CRT um, critical race theory, which is a phrase that is non-existent, is not real, is made up, just like any other disinformation that's come from a big lie. And so now you've taken and you've done something, you, you claim- Wait, wait a minute. That- Are you telling me she voted against the CRT, I mean, voted with that CRT crap as well? No, what I said was that she voted the book, but the gender, um, the gender queer okay. ban, the right. book ban right. is in addition to, in addition to what was already passed, as far as the CRT bill. Because remember, the CRT bill is critical race theory that they claim was supposedly about um, making people feel guilty, but what it really was was about erasing black people, erasing brown people, AAP, AAPI people. And Latino people, when I say brown and black people, because there are black people in all of those groups, right? So when you think about it, most of the books that have been banned under the the under Florida law and under other states that have a similar bill that she voted for under this book ban that that was based on this book called Gender Queer, most of those books are written by black people. This is a race issue. And she claims that she's being racially attacked by this, but her privilege and her bias as a cisgender straight woman who has light skin privilege and presents very um, culpable with white people is saying that it's, it's, it's basically throwing a rock from a running glass house and saying, "Oh, look, you're you're attacking me. You're you're a vicious or 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 a vile activist uh, uh, coming at me 
because I voted this way. I'm only trying to protect the children. But the thing is, is if you voted for that book, you're not trying to protect the children. You're trying to hurt someone because you're well, taking let me, the care let away. Let me stop you there because there, uh, I'm reading the state. She had a statement that she put out called a statement on voting to raise the age to 18 for gender modification treatments and surgeries. And here's her major reason. And it's in her first paragraph. It says, after hearing from constituents, listening to stakeholders and reviewing the scientific data in this country and around the globe, I am assured that this position is rooted in sound policy, which supports the health development and overall well-being of minors. That's not a true statement. No, that's that not a true statement. Says, that statement also says stakeholders. The only stakeholders involved is a, is a doctor, the person get, going through the gender, the, per, the personal doctor, the person going through the gender change uh, uh, prescriptions, et cetera, and the parents, nobody else. That's right. Those are the and, and if you're going through these different, if, if you're the doctor given the, 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 the uh, medical treatment, if you're the parent allowing the medical treatment, and if you are the kid receiving the medical treatment after going through the psychological rigor that you go through, those are the only stakeholders that matter. Well, yeah, and that the scientific data that she, the scientific data that she's citing, she can look at the DSM five, which is the federal government's um, database on mental health. I'm a sociology student. She's a law student. She should know better than to spout information that she couldn't verify herself. This is, as I stated before, this is based on misinformation. Part of the big lie under Trump is is the same thing as the election. It's all tied together. Connect the dots. She's supporting an agenda under a democratic banner by attacking the LGBTQ community when she doesn't realize that there are black black LGBT people who live in her district who have voted for her repetitively, who she is hurting, who she did not contact as stakeholders, who, who have tried to reach out to her, who she has deliberately ignored, who she was called out on Twitter for um, ignoring, actually, as a matter of fact. And when you, when, when I was uh, talking to KXAN in Austin, I was told by um, by the reporter that the manager said that, well, the um, she was censored by the Milan Democrats, but the Milan Democrats has a lot of black membership. They just can't show up to the meetings just like they can't show up to the Texas legislature. They go to work every day just like you and me. They can't choose between the bus fare, the light bill, and the the dollar menu uh, babysitter to go to the to the Texas legislature like most of the people who looked who did not look like me or you uh, showed up did. That's the reality of it. But the other thing is, is that same effort that they put forth in, in claiming racism and, oh, it's just the white people trying to do that, that dog whistle BS about erasing the fact that black LGBT people actually exist, that homophobia, that transphobia, all that anti-LGBT madness could be squashed by one thing. Every state representative has an office that they that, that the state requires if a constituent can't make it to the, to the Texas Capitol, they are required by law to allow that constituent to, te to testify remotely from the district office. She has a district office in the Sunnyside Multi-Service Center that, that she just opened, the, the new one. And so... Where was where was she at when those constituents needed to be notified? I get emails from all of the representatives all the time, a weekly email talking about what happened this week and that and the other. But who has time to check email when a lot of times they talk about rural people who don't have 
data and internet like that and, and doing things on the phone just like that. This is the hood. Sunnyside is in, I'm in Sunnyside. A lot of people use the internet from their phone. A lot of people have limited data on their phone. How are they going to know to do this? How are they going to know where to go? That's outreach. When was the last time she had a forum talking to constituents instead of stakeholders like Max Miller, who voted to, um, who was a part of the Houston Ministers uh, pack that I was talking about earlier, um, to come out against the Houston Equal Rights Ordinance, which would have gave us a, 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 some type of reform to talk about being discriminated against for being Black, LGBT, or, or otherwise anything, woman, Man, regardless of what we identified as some type of protection, we still don't have that protection to this day. And so almost 10 years later, in 2023, we have those, we don't have those protections, and she's still taking pictures to this day. Right now, in a picture, I just tweeted about it, like, right before I got on with you, with Max Miller, the same biggest who were talking about um, to the LA Times, they can't support same-sex marriage. Well, I was at the Supreme Court with Jim Obergefell when same-sex marriage was being heard. I was in the room when we found out that I had the right and millions of people had the right to finally get married because of Obergefell v. Hodges. And so when people like her erase people like me, it, 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 it sparks something in me to run, not just because of the LGBT issue, but because I want to know why we don't have sidewalks in this area, why we don't have fire hydrants. Let me stop you right, let me, let me stop you right there. Like it is important for people to see that if their if, if representative, irrespective of party, is not doing what is necessary to serve the people, that the, in fact, on the program today, that's what I try to tell people. They say that the, the, the government doesn't work for them. The government will work for you if you become the government as it was intended to be. And right now, what I see you doing, Mr. Um, Woods, is that you're saying the government did not perform, your representative did not perform, and you put yourself up on the block to serve. So my next question and last question to you is, what will you do uh, if elected into that position? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is, is what I'm going to do while I'm running is I'm going to go talk to the people. I'm going to have forums quarterly or, or, or how often as I can to talk to the people about what they need. I know that if I stepped outside right now, there's not a sidewalk that I could walk on from, from my front door off over here off of off of uh, Scott and Reed where I live, right? There are no fire hydrants. Those little blue hydrants that are around Houston, those are not fire hydrants. Those are water mains. There are streets that don't have stop signs or, or traffic lights and people fly by, get hit. Those ditches you can fall into when it rains and get swept away because they're so deep. We need people to understand that there's an infrastructure issue. There's a public safety issue, not policing, but infrastructure as a public safety issue and a quality of life issue. If we give people the things that they need, like making sure that we work with the grocery stores that are in the area, or the, or the corner stores in the area to make sure, for example, the items that they're selling are not past expiration and to make sure that we have facilities for people to get deodorant, tampons, different toiletries that they might need so that they can go to work and, and be and be fresh, right? Thinking about in this district about how I live right down the street from high school and I hear a police siren about three or four times every morning around the same time around 5 a.m. And they just do it to intimidate people, right? And thinking about the idea that that same school down the street is a black school, which is something that I wanted to get into. The the idea that she wanted to push metal detectors, which is something that is something I'm against. I'm, I'm, I'm for the panic button bill, but think about it. That's the school to prison pipeline tie-in. Black schools with metal detectors 
and then you want to arm teachers. And I wrote about that. I can send you the link to that too. Who's aiming at who? A teacher from Conroe or from from Richmond, Texas, outside of Houston, could not have any relationship to any of the community of the children who go to that school. It could easily pull a shot, pull a gun, and shoot a student because he looked at them the wrong way, right? And so we have to think about how we are coming from a place of privilege if we are coming from a place of privilege. Like I feel like she is in context of her bills, so she's not thinking about how she promoted maternal mortality rates without talking about trans masculine people. When we are talking about people who exist as they are, you're taking their life chances away from them. You're, you're wrecking the quality of life and people are having to leave because of it. And I'm voting and I'm voting against her and running against her to let her know that she can't do that, that she cannot align with these Republicans and hurt people who look like her while saying Black Lives Matter. She didn't even show up to the Uvalde event that we did last year. And it's a, it's a year later, right? Right. So you think about how all these things work hand in hand. It's about the cruelty. It's the cruelty is the point. The education about the book bans is about erasing people, queer people, people of color, which both can be one and the same intersectionally which is why, why I'm also running to teach that you can't separate Black from LGBTQ. You can't separate Latino from, from LGBTQ. You can't separate woman from LGBTQ. You can't separate man. You can't separate anybody because you got somebody in your family who's trans, gay, or bisexual. You got somebody who's Afro-Latino in your family. You got somebody who's Afro-Asian. We are everywhere. We are a diaspora, and we have to be respected in that way. And I'm running to make sure that all of the people in the district, whether they agree with me or not, are represented. Ashton P. Wood, activist Woods. and community organizer. Thank you so kindly. And, and, and now candidate in District 146. Thank you so kindly for having been on Politics and Right. Thank you for having me. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.